Alrighty, everyone, welcome back to another episode of In My Humble Opinion. It's Jesse Tincher joined by David Robinson, as always. So, uh, week two is pretty exciting. Some absolutely insane comeback victories. Uh, there's three of them that we'll probably get into. Um, I'm just going to start by saying my week two picks. I was 10 and 6. Um, yeah, like, obviously, I'm not going to be too upset with some of the upsets that I missed. One of them being the Dolphins. So I think that might be the first one we could talk about. Um, so, like, I watched the game live. Then later that night, so like I have the NFL Plus Premiere or whatever, and they have like condensed version of the game. So it's literally just every single play. There's no like timeouts, no highlights, like none of the filler stuff in between. So like it, it ends up making like the entire game only like 30 to 40 minutes long. So like later Sunday night, I ended up re watching the Dolphins game um, just to like kind of see, you know, what, what worked, what didn't work, and like stuff we could look forward to like as a fan um honestly like that game was incredible uh like there there's some like you know over i'll, I'll say like there's definitely some overhype going on as well as like like it's being countered by a lot of disrespect i think like there should be a happy medium like yes like it was one game like that's the big argument that people on one side are, are bringing up it like it's just one game so now all of a sudden he's like super good in, in terms of Tua but like this is something that we've been waiting for we've been ex I don't want to say expecting because this is like this is actually like outlandish numbers um but it's definitely like a part like there was parts of his game that which was the deep ball that we've been missing like that that we need as dolphins that we needed to see we needed to see obviously this comeback is absurd and frankly like don't know if you could ever rely on this to happen again but no like seeing that heart that fight from the dolphins um it was good to see with that being said not necessarily looking forward to this week against the bills um typically like big comeback wins uh, take a lot of like emotions and that toll does kind of like reflect on the next game you we kind of saw it with the vikings finally beating the packers um and then having a letdown game against the eagles uh, but i mean waddle tyree kill are just going to be a problem for the rest of the league it doesn't matter if they're wide open that's a part of their game half of the battles getting the ball to the receiver so i don't understand why people are like oh congratulations on hitting wide open receivers that's what happens like a lot of the times when Tyreek Hill was in Cincinnati or in Kansas City and nobody really wanted to say that. They're like, oh, Patty Mahomes making the throw, blah, blah, blah. It, like that's it doesn't matter. Like if you make the throw, you make the throw. It doesn't matter the situation. Um, but yeah, is what it is. I don't know how you saw that. But I, I, I think this like some people are trying to take it away from the Ravens by saying like horrible defense, but which yes, should have been better defense. Um, but like it was an incredible offense or performance by Tua Tyree and Jalen Waddle. Yeah. I mean, just a, it was a great game to watch. I think overall, I mean, obviously it's great to see Tua play that well. I, I, I didn't get like over the top about it personally. I didn't think 
I didn't really think more of it besides, man, that's a fucking great game. I didn't go, man, this guy's an MVP. This guy, like, I don't, I don't know why people have to jump to like that. Like he could just be like, the guy had a great game. He played great. This is kind of what we've been waiting for a performance like this. Again, like Jay said, it's hard to repeat something like this. It is kind of like an outlier when it comes to stats, but, and obviously there were some plays where people were wide open, but still, you still have to hit those throws. You still have to see the guys. I mean, it's, it's a great comeback, a great team win. Great for McDaniel. It's just, it's not even just about two. And I think that's why people make it just about two. It's really about the team in itself. Um, very exciting. I hope Tua can continue it. For me, it's just like I care more about that he's been able to stay healthy so far. I know it's only been a couple games, but they'll stay healthy and perform well. Like that's an awesome feeling as a Dolphins fan. You could see the improvement, and it's great to see that you know McDaniel's has been able to affect the offense the way he, he has. You know, it's it's awesome. You know, it's awesome. It's also really great to have two you know top ten, top fifteen receivers on your team. Next. Next one, um, I guess like in time order, it was the Jets with an improbable comeback against the Browns. Um, Joe Flacco, I think, is like one of the top passing leaders uh, as as of the end of week two. Uh, Jets, Browns doing Browns things. Um, I think like they had a 99.9% chance of winning uh, and, and Jets recovered an onside kick. I, like I just don't know what more to say like Nick Chubb has three touchdowns and you still find a way to lose to well, he kind of folded on that last one they said they could have stopped at the one yard line and not scored and he even came out and said that that was his fault he shouldn't have done that I mean not saying that's not like again at the end of the day like that's not the sole reason or even I would even consider the main reason but that could have definitely helped them seal the win it's just an embarrassing loss overall I think and honestly like you shouldn't lose to Joe Flacco and the Jets at this point. Like this is kind of abysmal. But I think the bigger story though is your boy. Wilson going off? Yeah, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, he popped off. Honestly, he looked good too. He showed that athleticism, some good route running. Um, definitely a good sign for the Jets for sure. And Corey Davis, I think, played pretty well as well. Yeah, I so, think pretty much everyone did. Like Brees Hall. Um, he had like had I think some he ran for fifty-two yards, had a touchdown, and yeah, like you said, some catches. Michael Carter, um, I think he had less rushing yards, like maybe twenty or thirty, but he had quite a few. He had more catches and he had more receiving yards, so he had a pretty solid day. Um, as a whole, like Jets didn't look horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say good for the Jets, and they got some solid corners, bro. DJ Reed's kind of nasty, and Sauce looks solid. Yeah. I mean, they're, I, I like their defense. Um, like, we've talked about it. They made a lot of moves on on their on the defensive side of the ball that I liked. Um, it's just week one, like, yeah, Joe Flacco had, like, 50 passing attempts or whatever, but he looked horrible. Like, he actually looked incredibly bad, so I'm just like, I can't trust this guy to move the ball. Um, and that's why I was out on them. I think, like, I'm not a Zach Wilson guy, but I think his mobility and his, like, arm strength will help the offense a little more. Um, so once he comes back, I think they'll be more of a contender. Like, this is, like, I, I would not look at this game and be like, oh, you know what? Jets are better than I thought. Like, they can win some games because, honestly. It's they for just... sure can, but I have not liked what I've seen from Zach Wilson at all. Neither... So I don't even want to speculate. What you're saying is those are bonuses people bring at this point. Flacco doesn't have the same option he have in his earlier in his career, but but have you watched Flacco this year? 
no, I'm, I'm it not looks saying horrible, like, dude. Wilson has looked awful. I know, but like Flacco literally can't stand in the pocket, and then he just kind of like trots back like five yards and just chucks the ball out of bounds. So like a lot of his throws earlier are like like little dump downs, um, and then honestly the Browns just looked horrible in the second half defensively. I I, th- I feel like a lot of these games because there's a big lead, a lot of the defenses kind of like almost played prevent like softer zones, and it just opened up like holes and pockets for receivers yeah um definitely we'll have to see how zach wilson does when he comes back i assume it's probably gonna be this week or next week it should be soon yeah i don't know um i think this might be the last week for flacco so like yeah wilson might be in this week i'm not sure though but the next game another crazy comeback uh, Arizona Cardinals on the Raiders. That was incredible. They needed like two point conversions and everything. Um, yeah, it's just more bad on the Raiders. It's impressive by the Cardinals, but I would I, I would say it's less impressive by the Cardinals and more sad for the Raiders, in my opinion. I I, I mean, but can you that argue happened. that for like the both the Browns and the Ravens? I think the the Ravens are a little different because you know two two through for six touchdowns and like almost what. 500 yards yeah for, for sure i just think with the raiders like you can't afford to have those losses more than other teams because of the division you're in that's my logic you're right it, all three you could say the same thing i'm just more like i'm not trying to describe the Cardinals. It's, it's impressive but like i'm more disappointed in the raiders because like some of the touchdowns i saw it's just like bro like, it's just poor defense like and Kind of, I guess it kind of does go with the Raiders as well. Like, the Browns, I don't expect them to score a shit ton of points, but, like, they just got stagnant and didn't score. Like, the, the Ravens scored, what, a field goal in the second half? That was it? Uh, no, they had a touchdown. Did they? Not, and in the fourth quarter, they only had a field goal. Like, because yeah, so Lamar had that, like, 80-yard touchdown run in the third quarter. So, yeah. Like, not great, you know? Like, just – and, like, think about that. You just said – how often are you going to get a 70 yard, whatever touchdown by your quarterback, like running? I mean, it's Lamar Jackson, yes, but still, that's still like highly unlikely, even with Lamar Jackson. Like, it's just like, dude, you guys, both teams got to be better. Back to the Raiders, I just don't, I don't know, man. I kind of expected more out of them, but I knew their defense wasn't going to be all that. Like, people kept talking about the pass rush, but yeah, I was like, dude, their secondary is kind of dog shit, honestly. It's not very good. Pretty and much everything is, including their linebacker core. Yeah, it's not the best, and their O line is shit. It's not good. So yeah, I mean, they had. I think their weaknesses were too glaring at the positions they were at. Like, I think you could suffer from certain positions not being that good. I don't think you could suffer from your O line and your secondary being not good. And then obviously your linebackers too, like Jesse said, aren't the best. So then you're gonna give up more freaking rush yards and stuff like that, and like. It's just, it's just tough. It's just, it's just tough. And I, I don't think they've really even scored as much points as I thought they should. They've been scoring what in the twenties every game. That's it. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a shootout. That was like kind of my thought process because both teams have kind of bad offensive lines and bad defenses. And like, I thought they would have to like you know just see who could score the most. But you know, the Cardinals defense kind of stood up, especially in overtime. You know caused a fumble ran it back for a touchdown to win in overtime that was a pretty crazy game and then the last game that i wanted to do 
is just like the absolute mental domination that the Jaguars have over the Colts in Jacksonville. I think it's like the last four four times the Colts have gone down to Jacksonville, they've lost. So I guess this is the fifth time. I'm just gonna say this now, like they need to fire Frank Reich. I don't care. If that's too soon, maybe it's too soon. Thursday night football. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. I want to say this so confidently, but I don't know if I could say Steelers confidently. I'm going to pick them, but I think this is a very close, low-scoring game. Yep. I think the over set at 38.5. I don't even think it's going to be that much, honestly. Yeah, I also have the Steelers. Um, I, like, honestly hate both teams. I literally just finished watching the Steelers-Patriots game, and... Honestly, like Trubisky doesn't look horrible, but their offense and like the play calling is just like it's uh, it's apparent that this team isn't like they're gonna need their defense to get turnovers. Um, that's the only way like they're gonna be able to put up like anything more than twenty one points. Um. Uh, Sunday we got Houston Texans at Chicago. I got I picked up Houston's defense in a ton of a ton of my leagues. Yeah, I also got Houston. Um, I don't know, like, if you know this, but I think Chicago, I think Justin Fields only has, like, 21 passing attempts on the year. Really? Oh, yeah, I heard that. I heard they – I saw something on Twitter from a guy I follow, like, one of, like, the analysts or reporters, and he was like, we can see what the Bears' offense is now, and it showed how many times he threw the ball, and it was, like, stupid low. I think he threw it eight times uh, last week. They don't trust him to throw the ball – Apparently not, and that—that that was what it was, it was a fantasy thing. They're like, do not draft, do not start Arnell Mooney. There's no point. Yeah, he threw—he literally threw the ball like eight times last week. Um, that's not even counting like completions. I think they have like five catches or something. It, it, it's not five, but like the team has like less than ten total catches on See, the year. To me, like I don't care what you say, you're never gonna win games that way. Also, that's terrible for development. And honestly, Luke Getzey, the offensive coordinator from the that they got from the Packers. Yeah. Fuck that guy. What the fuck is that? Like, I'm sorry. What the fuck is that? That's just ass coaching in my opinion. You cannot tell me realistically that is any way you should coach a team, bro. Like, no, I, I don't understand how you go in against the Packers even when you're losing and be like, we're still running the ball like 50 million times with David Montgomery. Yeah, that and they're going to fucking have Justin Fields run it till he fucking gets his head chopped off. Like, god damn, man. It's my boy out there. Stop putting him out there to get fried. All right, next game. The Las Vegas Raiders against Tennessee Titans. If Vegas doesn't win, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll never, ever pick them to win the rest of the season. Yeah, I have Vegas as well. Um, like, I I like Vegas more, but I absolutely hate the Titans. I know you do. And, it, like. was right. Hey, wait. I just want to give you your props on the podcast. Jesse was right. Any faith I had in the Titans at all is out the door. They are absolutely booty butt cheeks. I hope Malik Willis actually, like, starts. Like, he played a little bit last week. I mean, he didn't look great, but fuck, Tannehill looked like dog shit. Um, I mean, bro, honestly, like, I don't even think it's – I'm not blaming Burks. I don't think Burks has been bad. Their offense corner sucks. Yeah, and uh, uh, Taylor Lewan got carted off the field, so he's probably done for the season. Dude, like, they're only good fast. offensive linemen. <laughs> No offense, love Taylor Luan, love busting with the boys, but Jesus, man, can he be any more made of glass? <laughs> it was the first play, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was the first play of the game, literally. And then they said, oh, yeah, 
he like limped off the field, I think, and then they had to cart him to the locker room. I was like, Are you serious? <laughs> I was like, Golly, man. I'm like literally he's been hurt what the last like three years? I think more than that, to be honest. He's good for like two seconds, then got in trouble for PDs, then got in trouble for penalties, then freaking cried at his press conference about the penalties, came back a freaking baller, then towards ACL came back, got hurt again, then got hurt again. Get a better storyline. Yeah, Tennessee, uh, please start Malik Willis. You need that mobility. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is just freaking horrible. At least get that man some run packages in the game or something. Well, he played. He played like the whole last quarter. No, I know. The I know. I'm saying, but like, get him in the game early. Like, let him run the ball. Let him do some stuff. Like, let's be real. Like, that's an element that your offense does not have, and it might help Derrick Henry out actually. Yeah. Run some RPOs and stuff. Also, RIP to anyone who played Stefan Diggs in fantasy. I was up by like 30 points. I played Stefan Diggs and the Bills defense. Um, yeah, and yeah, that was that was a wrap. But uh, Kansas City against the Colts. I swear to God, like this, like scream, like this screams, like fade the public. Even though I I really dislike the Colts, I I'm t- I'm picking the Chiefs, but. 97% right now on ESPN of people have picked the Chiefs. I'm telling you right now, the Colts will cover. I don't know how, but the Colts will cover. They have to, bro. Like you said, this is the game to do it because of what you just said. Plus, they have played so bad. And they Jonathan Taylor. Level. He's going to get like 30 carries. There has to be some level of urgency, you know, at this point. Like, you, like they start off 0-3. I'm putting money immediately on the Jaguars to win the division. I'll throw uh, money. Who was saying that? Who was saying that? Bro, you did not pick them to win the division, though. No, you're right, but I had them in second, so. Okay. What's up? We out here. Okay, you're right. I had them, like, in third, but still. Um, Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins. Dude, the Bills look so good. I like. I want to pick the Dolphins, but they look so good. I just hope it's a good game so at this point. I'm I was, not saying we can't win. I'm just saying I don't think we will. I was looking at the early line, and it's Buffalo minus five and a half. Um, wow. I thought it was going to be more. To be I, I, I overreaction to last week, to be honest. Like I, I'm going Buffalo, and like I was saying earlier with the Vikings, like. If you follow like some of these game trends or like game f- theories or whatever, like that was a really hard comeback win, like emotional win for the Dolphins. Um, usually, teams do not perform remotely close to as well the following weeks after we saw that with Minnesota in their first game against the Packers, even though they beat the shit out of the Packers. Like that's just an, a, a, an emotional mountain that they had to climb. They've been trying to do for years now. Um, and then they just laid an egg against the Eagles. Unfortunately, like just it's just the way that they structured our our schedule. Uh, I just I I hope the Dolphins could keep it close, but realistically, I think that's that's a stretch. I think the the, the initial line opening was an overreaction. I think it should have been at least six and a half or seven. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be real with you. I I think the Bills are probably gonna win by like. Uh, at least like 11 plus points, like 11 or more. Weird number, I know a little bit. I just, I don't know, man. I feel like the issue isn't necessarily that I think we can't score. Because I will say this, I don't know if Dane Jackson's going to play for them. That's actually He's probably loss. not. The dude was hospitalized. 
Yeah, well, yeah, assumption. I mean, they said he was fine, but yeah, I mean, fair enough. He probably has a sprained neck or something, I bet. But that's a massive loss. So if there's any chance of us winning, it's that their corner depth is not good. Not good at all right now. Cause Even though, like, like the past couple of years, their corners haven't been amazing, uh, they make up for it with their pass rush, and then you add in Von Miller to the mix. Like, their safeties. And their safeties, yeah, but like. But Hyde's hurt too. Hyde hurt his neck as well. He went to the hospital as well. I, don't know I think that. we could put up points. I we just struggle like against mobile quarterbacks, and then you add in the fact that Josh Allen is significantly more accurate than Lamar because Lamar did miss quite a few throws towards the end of that game. Uh, I think like we're not gonna be able to get a lot of stops. I, like I'm not too concerned with our offense. I think we'll put up some points. Like the over is enticing to me. I think this is a game where we're really going to have to uh, get the ball up to his hands quick and get some, you know, some yak going. And I think this is the game to, uh, you know, really utilize the running backs in the past game too, I think, a lot more. Like, I think I think that's going to be the best way to really, like, get the ball in your playmaker's hands fast, get the ball to a hand quick, how he, like, usually likes it, you know. And, uh, you know, just hope, you know, hope that we can contain – you know Josh Allen, at least a little bit. Like like Jesse said, in the run game, you know we can't let Josh Allen run all over us, and we can't. If the Bills are able to run on us, and I'm not talking about just Josh Allen, I'm talking about Singletary, Cook, and Moss. Like we're we're absolutely fucked. There's no shot we're winning that game if those guys can run on run the ball on us. That yeah, team. and X has to fucking try. Like he can't do the shit he did against Bateman. Yeah. So next game, Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings. Bounce back. I got Vikings. I'm going Vikings, but I'm going to go close one. Yeah. I just think, like, I don't know. I, I really dislike the Lions defense, and then, like, I feel like Justin Jefferson and, like, company is going to be pissed off that they got held to seven points or whatever it was against the Eagles. They might be trying to pop off again. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, New England Patriots. Come on now. This is a game. This is a toxic game. To really? Me. I think the Ravens yeah, are just going to slap the shit the out of the Patriots. Play- I, I don't know, man. I'm going to go Ravens, but I don't think it's a slap the shit out of them game. I It's it's a get right game. They just blew that big lead against the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, but I don't think... I, I think that's more of an emotional blow than anything, not necessarily motivation, because you choke a uh, a thirty plus point like scored game where you have the lead by what three touchdowns? Twenty one, yeah. They had they had a twenty one point lead going like in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so like I mean, I'm gonna be real with you. Like I think that's more of a letdown than oh we gotta bounce back. It's more like damn they're kind of down on themselves type stuff because their defense hasn't been especially that good either this year so far. Um, and I think that's kind of been a theme for a lot of teams. Again, like a lot of defense is kind of let down. I mean, besides the Bills, obviously. <laughs> uh, like the Packers defense hasn't been that good. Um, you know, just, just a lot of teams kind of slack, kind of lacking this year. Um, I don't know about what you think about that, Jesse, but yeah, I, I think this is a game that I don't know what the, what, what the over-under is, but I, I'm assuming that it's the Ravens probably like, Three and a half, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's three and a half. Yeah, so I mean, I would take that in a heartbeat. I, I'm, a, I'm gonna say they're probably gonna win by like, 
don't know, 10, 14 points. I don't, I don't think it's going to be like an ass beating, though. I mean, someone consider a two-score loss pretty brutal. But, I think uh, it depends on how you lose by two scores. If you lose by 10 points, did you really get your ass beat, though? I mean, if you backdoor cover, yes. Like, if you backdoor it to, to cut it to 10, like, in garbage time, then yes. Like, that's how I consider the Lions, how they beat the shit out of the Commanders because they let up, you know, a couple touchdowns late in that game. Yeah, I picked up Jared Goff this week in some of my leagues. All right, so Cincinnati, New York Jets. Honestly, part of me kind of wants to pick the Jets with how booty the Bengals have looked. I'm picking the Bengals. I got to, I got to stay with that. Got, they got to right. Yeah, I also have the Bengals, but I, I watched their game this morning. And my God, that offensive line is horrible. Joe Burrow's like running for his life on every play. Yeah, but he also holds the ball for like 20 years. That's also true. And he and the, and the honestly the coaching has been terrible, dude. He is also, a couple of bro is missing throws a lot in that game too. Yeah. I also think like, dude, the problem is like they're calling these plays. The routes are too deep, bro. Like that's what like at least I saw. I'm be real. That's not my personal opinion on that. I read about it. They were talking about how like there was like a third down and short, and they ran these like long deep routes, and they're like, why? They're like, why? They're like, doesn't make any sense. Your O line's having trouble blocking. And you're having trouble scoring and playing well, and you're gonna do that. There's just no reason that they should have lost to the Cowboys, bro. And Cooper Rush. That's just <laughs> God dang, bro. Yeah, if that doesn't humble you, I don't know what will. Like that's a massive humble pie right there. The sad right thing is the that they almost came back and won it at the end of the game. Yeah, the sad part is that they even had to do that. I know. I'm just saying, like, like they played a bad game and they still almost won. Like they they yeah. had to come back and almost win. Yeah. They need to figure something out, man. That that O line, I know they need to get on the same page and communicate and stuff like that. But I honestly, you're gonna generally say it is probably some chemistry. But I think the coaching's got to be better. And more than all, this this is solely. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna blame it on coaching and Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's got to be better. He's got to get the ball off his hand quicker. He can't be taking all these damn sacks. Like, yes, it's not all his fault. I'm not saying it is, but dude, there's definitely a good amount. They said at PFF, apparently he's been sacked. I think 13 times. I think is what it said. They said six were only put on offensive linemen. Yeah, he was running into people. He like he looked bad. Like he had Dude, no pocket presence. Like he seven sacks, bro. Like on you. I I got watched their game and he had no pocket presence. He was like literally like a chicken with his head cut off, just like kind of running around. And he was yeah. running into people instead of like That's throwing. That's literally it. what people said too. They're like, "Dude, he had no pocket presence. Would step up at the wrong time. Like, just dude, he's just all over the place. I don't know, man. I feel like." He also looked like he never wanted to like, like, flush out of the pocket. It was always like moving up and down and shuffling around within the pocket. He like never flushed out to the sidelines. It was he always was trying to stay around the, the offensive line. I also heard and then like that's how the routes, the route combinations and like the routes that the receivers were running were kind of like stale and, and yeah. Boring. And then they also like so, uh, like I have Jamar Chase in my fantasy league. And, like, he was kind of, like, so the the Cowboys would play, like, uh, Trayvon Diggs would stay on one side, and then uh, Brown would stay on the other side, and those were their two corners. And in the first half, like, Chase was kind of going off, just eating. And then in the second half, they started, like, bracketing and doubling Chase, and it <laughs> like, it was obvious. Like, I'll, I'll send you a video after this, David, but... 
like they they were literally in the red zone and they had one corner lined up like kind of like in the nickel position with his back to the quarterback just facing chase and then Trayvon Diggs was like lined up over Diggs or over um uh, Jamar Chase and like they like that was the focus to take him out and then T Higgins started like eating um but like it, it was clear like Joe Burrow was looking for just the two of them like he like he started throwing it to Hurst towards the end but like he he wasn't like really looking for Boyd. He wasn't looking for like anybody else. It was literally like Chase, uh, Higgins, and then Run. Yeah, I think it's definitely a combination of like having to work on some things on that. That hopefully they figure out with you know, getting the ball out quicker, spreading the ball, get Joe Burrow moving, and then you know, not relying so much on deep play- plays. You know, and you know, getting the ball out. Yeah. But, uh, what's the next game? Yeah, next? next game is easy. Uh, Eagles, Eagles at Commanders. Yeah, Eagles. And then uh, New Orleans Saints, Carolina. If Kamara Saints. is back, yeah. If Kamara is back, Saints, easy. Um, Jacksonville, Char- Jacksonville versus the Chargers. Chargers, but I don't think they absolutely beat the shit out of them. I agree. I, I could see, like, they looked good last game, the, the Jags did, and they, they ran the ball a lot. Um, LA Rams, Arizona Cardinals. I'm going Rams. Yup. Yeah, Rams are gonna especially they're starting to get A Rob uh back into the into the fold as well as Cam Akers. Uh they're looking right. Maybe Rondell Moore comes back in place. That would be huge. Um Atlanta Falcons, Seattle Seahawks. Oh, I'm going Falcons. Me too. God, I thought you were gonna pick Seahawks. Um yeah, I They've been playing a lot of close games. I feel like they deserve a win. Um, Seahawks really aren't that good. They just got bodied by the by the 49ers. Get Pitts the ball, bro. Get yes, dude. Ball. That's actually like incredibly frustrating. Like I've watched some of the Falcons games, and Pitts is open a lot. And like they just don't throw him the ball. It's like everyone who's like doing these freak out videos on fantasy, like chill the fuck out. Like he's like he still has a pretty big target share. Right now he's being used as a decoy. It's kind of annoying. They're flexing him out, like so that he draws like the number one corner coverage, and then Drake London gets his second one. It's kind of some bullshit. And then they'll use him like in some not trickery, but they'll make him run routes that like draws more attention. And then London gets one on one. It's it, it like London's touchdown. They they ran like a double slant, and they were stacked. And Pitts was like on the inside in the slot. London was on top. They ran a double slant, and so, like, Pitts just ran a clearing route, so he just drew, like, the safety and two corners, and then London was pretty much wide open. It's fucking bullshit. Um, Packers, Bucks, uh, this one, like, honestly, like, this would have been a good game last year, but both teams look like ass. I'm picking Packers. Part of me wanted to. Um, Evans but, is out. Yeah, he got suspended, but... uh. That's a good point. I mean, Julio should be back. I hope. All right. Yeah. I just okay, like. It's not the same play, <laughs> I mean, okay. What Green Bay is gonna just fucking throw the ball to Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb? Like, fuck out of here. And like the best part of their offense is their their running backs, which Tampa Bay is the best at defending. Is the run game? Hicks is out. Huh? Hicks is hurt. So they still have, like a lot of really good defense linemen and linebackers. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, 
San Francisco, Denver. Dude, Jimmy G like time ass. first off. Dude, Denver looks like ass, bro. I'm going 49ers. I'm going Denver just because this is a get-right game. Broncos have to win. Like, being here in Denver, the media is coming for Hackett's throat. Like, the, honestly, like I wouldn't be surprised if he's the first head coach fired if, if the season continues the way it is. Like, people are furious with him. Like, in, in the game last weekend, the fans, all the fans in Denver were counting down the playcock because they were having – like trouble getting people to the line and getting the play in and snapping the ball before the the play clock would would expire. They had two delay games on a fucking field goal that pushed them out of uh field goal range. They had to punt it. They uh, also had to call a timeout on a punt when they were like receiving it because they didn't get their punt returner out on the field in time. Like it's absurd, like the stuff that's going on here. But I, this ha- they have to win this game, otherwise this guy's getting fired. Um, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants. I'm picking the Giants. I'm picking Cowboys. I liked what I saw from their defense this week. Um, Cooper Rush is gaining more confidence. Uh, I like I, Pollard looked fantastic. Hopefully they keep leaning on him. Giants kind of had it easy the first two games. They're kind of fraudulent 2-0 team. But uh, that is a wrap on this episode. Those are our picks. Again, please. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you want, just follow us on Instagram and Twitter, uh, especially if you do like sports betting or you just at least want to like see how that play of the week is going. We'll, uh, we'll definitely keep doing that. Um, and if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter and you need some advice with your fantasy lineup, don't be afraid to reach out. Um, again, really love the all the support follow us on instagram and twitter i am h o sports pod again that's i am h o sports pod thanks guys we'll talk to you guys next week forgive me for my wrongs i have just begun Bro, Jay.